You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews, and welcome to yet another edition of Blue Jays Fan Friday here on the podcast. We are going to get into that later today uh, on the podcast, probably in the second half. Um, but yeah, want to focus um, since, you know, not going to be here on the weekend and not sure what the plan is for Canada today because I think I get that day off. So, yay. Um, I will properly celebrate my country's birthday by drinking the alcohols. Because that's what they intended. Damn straight. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, no. Um, figure we can tee up the series against the Royals. Um, which... If Toronto is going to go ahead and end that whole three-game winless slide on Canada Day, the Royals are a good candidate to do that against. Although, granted, we said the same thing against about the Tigers last year, and the Tigers put a whooping on the team. Um, it was a, I believe, 9-1 loss, so can't really take anything for granted um but yeah the royals are actually one of the main competitors for the bottom of the basement with the blue jays so at the very least i think canada day is an obtainable win we'll we'll go through um starting with tonight's game now kansas city already knows who they're throwing out in every game this series and they've got Danny Duffy coming out tonight to face the Blue Jays. Um, Duffy has had some success against the Blue Jays in the past. Um, he's coming off a decent run of form for Kansas City. Um, but he's also got a DUI, so I'd like to see the Blue Jays do something against them. The only problem is... Of the 21 at-bats that current Blue Jays batters have taken against Danny Duffy, he has given up zero hits. That is Justin Smoke 0 for 10, Randall Gritchick 0 for 5, Luke Maley 0 for 3, Teoscar 0 for 2, Freddie Galvis 0 for 1. With 13 strikeouts. So, good luck to Sean Reed Foley, who has been officially announced as tonight's starter for the Blue Jays. Um, hopefully he lasts longer than two innings. Actually had a decent start against Kansas City last year. He went five, uh, gave up three earned runs, six hits, walked three. That was a big problem. Um, so obviously looking for a little bit better tonight. The relief appearance he had was promising in that he didn't give up a run. So... Again, hopefully this means uh, he can take advantage and, and kind of reestablish himself. Because there are still people who think he is a key starter in the future for the Blue Jays. And 
Sean Reed fully has to show that he does not have a similar problem to Aaron Sanchez and that the lack of control is going to get him in too much trouble. So when he does get one over the plate, it just gets cranked. So that's what we'll be looking for for Sean Reed Foley tonight. If he can get four innings, that's awesome. That's great for Sean Reed Foley. Um, but yeah, the second game between these two, we'll see. Um, I lost my page. There we go. That's who I thought. Homer Bailey makes his first ever appearance against the Blue Jays. And if it's the Homer Bailey from last year, I mean, there will be fireworks all over the stadium. If it's the Homer Bailey who's pitched relatively well lately, could be trouble. But Toronto sending Marcus Stroman out. So that should be a very winnable game for the Blue Jays. I'm, I, um, I'm, I'm pretty pretty confident taking Marcus Stroman over Homer Bailey just in anything really um and if you look at Stroman's past results against Kansas City 3 and 1 242 ERA only given up 19 hits in 26 innings so Stroman's been very effective against this Royals team I'm expecting the Blue Jays to at the very least even up the series in game two against Homer Bailey. I, to be fair, Homer Bailey's allowed one run in his last three starts, and it was a solo shot. So, again, Blue Jays are going to hopefully find 2018 Homer Bailey instead and can take full advantage there. Uh, Sunday, Aaron Sanchez is starting again. And he has to try to avoid becoming the Major League's first 11-game loser. Not a fate. I don't think anyone, um, Blue Jays fan or otherwise, thought that Aaron would be trying to avoid at this stage. But, I mean, again, the results haven't been there. You just can't get out of his own way. You can't get the ball over the plate, he can't finish batters, and this is a scenario that he's in, and on another team, he would have been de demoted to the bullpen by now, but the Blue Jays don't have that luxury, so out he goes again. He's given up 21 earned runs in his last three starts, 30 earned runs in his last five starts. Kansas City's not that great, so should be all right. He would love to get a result and put Brad Keller at 10 losses with him. Keller is going to be the opposing starter on that game. Keller's only lasted seven innings over his last two starts. So he's also had problems. Still young. Came off a, a lengthy season last year. So it, it could be a toss-up, but Aaron's got to, he's got to be better. There's just no other way around it. He just has to be better. He's been all right against Kansas City. 14 innings, 3.21 ERA and two career starts. Both those came in 2016, though, when, you know, Aaron was good. So see what he can do with that. And then the Canada Day matchup. Um, blast from the past for the Blue Jays. Glenn Sparkman is on the mound. 
And Kansas City has basically done the same thing with him that they did with Brad Keller last year, and that they've started to turn Sparkman into a starter to decent effect. Um, Sparkman has started seven games so far this season for the Royals, and it's been all right, two and two, 406 ERA. I mean, um, the Blue Jays did face him last year, went four innings, gave up two runs, better than anything he did as a Blue Jay, what with the whole one inning and seven runs allowed. Um, and charged with getting the Blue Jays that Canada Day win is Clayton Richard, who was good against New York. I mean, again, we can say that, and that's a positive. Had a quality start. The Blue Jays had any offense that day. Wouldn't have picked up the loss. But he's still 0-4 with an ERA close to 7. So there should be some fireworks in the offering on that Canada Day game. And I'm not just talking about what they're going to shoot off in, inside the Rogers Center. Um, but yeah, should be a happy time for the Blue Jays against a team that, you know, just like the Blue Jays essentially playing out the string, putting guys on display, hope, hoping to get a bite and get something of value back for them. And it'll remain to be seen if they can actually do it. So that's kind of what I'll be looking for on the weekend. Um, we are going to talk about uh, the all-star starters being named and who the Blue Jays all-star will probably be right after this break. But just a reminder that NBA free agency is starting. You can already hear the buzz like, oh, is Jimmy Butler going to go to Houston and turn that place into a toxic stew? Are the Lakers going to be able to convince Kawhi to come or Kyrie or anyone? Who knows? But for all the latest takes on NBA free agency, follow all of the Locked On Podcast Network hosts on one Twitter feed at LockedOnNBA.net. It's an awesome way to get all the latest opinions from the local experts during NBA free agency all in one spot. So just follow at LockedOnNBA.net for all you need on NBA free agency. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so uh, yesterday, Major League Baseball announced their starters for the All-Star Game in Cleveland. Um, I think Blue Jays fans are more interested in knowing that Nate Pearson is going to be in the Futures game, which was announced today. So that's awesome. Um, but yeah, um, Scott at Blue Jays Always ran a poll earlier this week um, trying to see if the Blue Jays could pick one all-star to send who, the, who they would cho- choose for that nod. And I just, I just kind of opened it up um, asking if the Blue Jays could send multiples. And honestly, the results were pretty predictable. Um, there, there are two clear cases, uh, for Blue Jays to go to Cleveland to be in the all-star game. Um, but 
if you're picking just one, it does get a little more interesting. Um, Jay's Rob at Jabroni Rob obviously went for the two. Giles Strowman. Very, very easy selections. Those are the two best Blue Jays this season, um, at least from a performance standpoint. Um, Giles continuing to shove in the Blue Jays' bullpen, even if he doesn't get used nearly as often as he should. 133 ERA, 12 saves in 27 games. Just the four earned runs allowed. Just one home run. Only nine walks. One of them was intentional. And 47 strikeouts in 27 innings. Absolutely insane. He should command a very high price at the trade deadline. But until then, he should be a lock to be the Blue Jays' representative um, in Cleveland. But Marcus Stroman also deserves some attention there with his 304 ERA. He's reached 100 innings already. Um, only allowed 34 earned runs in that stretch, 77 strikeouts. So he's been Stroman-esque this season. And again, it's it's been interesting to see who who likes who. Um, Warren McCauley at Warren McCauley said he thought Stroman was the lone representative. Um, TBJ4L at LTBJ4 interesting rearrangement of those letters there flatly said giles and stroman that they both get in and then friend of the show frequent contributor to these fan fridays matt hall at hollomaniac 07 gotta be giles and maybe stroman gets in as an injury replacement giles is gonna be traded for sure and it would be nice to showcase him to max's value um, I do agree with that, Matt, although, again, I think Giles has done enough to prove he is probably the best option for teams that need a closer at the back end of their pen. I um, Maybe Felipe Vasquez in Pittsburgh if the Pirates fall off. But all I, everyone that I see talking about the trade deadline says um, Will Smith from San Francisco is a target. Shane Green of Detroit is a target, but those guys are just going to like buttress the bullpen. I mean, they're not going to cost you much, but if you want someone who's performing at a Rivera level of, of relief pitching, why wouldn't you pay out and get Giles? Why wouldn't you make that move to get someone who is locking things down repeatedly and, and has proven that he has the formula that works? So I think Giles has done a good enough job showcasing his value. I think the All-Star nod just going to confirm it. And I I quickly I quickly wanted to make the case for the person who is third on the Blue Jays in war right now. And probably they're off well tied for second actually. Um, I know a lot of you are going to say it's Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Um, he's had one month. It's been good. Um, the problem with him is he's in the outfield now. And the American League outfield is pretty stacked. So, like, Judge didn't even get in as a starter. 
Um, so, like, bets didn't get voted in. It was Trout, Springer, and Michael Brantley. So, outfield is going to be packed to try and get other guys in there. Like, Austin Meadows deserves to go. Joey Gallo deserves to go. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, Lourdes. It's not going to work. But one place where there may be some leeway is middle infield. Now, if you look at it, DJ LeMahieu has been playing a lot of third, so he could qualify there. Tim Anderson's probably going to go as the White Sox representative because who else? Um, Whit Merrifield's been mostly in the outfield as well. So there is an opening there. And the guy who is tied with Lourdes Gurriel Jr. when it comes to war, a point one ahead of Ken Giles in that regard, is Eric Sogard. And I just think it would be awesome for a journeyman who has appeared in just a little over 50 games so far this season with a 300 batting average, a career high in home runs, and the best freaking goggles in the league. I think it would be a just reward for a 33-year-old journeyman. Like, this, this is me admitting that I voted for John Scott to be in the NHL All-Star Game. This is like, and before John Scott, I remember when I was in high school and the campaign was to get Rory Fitzpatrick to the All-Star Game. And you better believe I pumped that because, you know, it's naturally in me to root for the underdog, to root for the guy who's been maligned and overlooked and now has a shot at something. And... It's not to say Eric Sogard wouldn't be worthy. Again, second on the Blue Jays in war. 300 batting average. OPS of 864. That leads the team. Aside from Lourdes, who, again, has just been insane. But I don't think one month is going to get him in. Sogard has a, has a little bit longer of a leash. And again, the position thing. But. Who wouldn't want to see Eric Sogard in the All-Star game? Again, it'd be heartwarming. It would be inspiring to all, all those kids who, who grew up wearing glasses and thinking like they couldn't play contact sports. And Sogard's, you know, he's going to have fun with it. I mean, he's been he's been having fun every every day, it looks like, and, and teaching a lot, too. So... I think it'd just be beneficial. Like, he could be the clubhouse presence on the All-Star team. Just, just being like, hey, Mike Trout, I noticed that um, Hyunjin Ryu is tipping his curveball. Go for it. So, I, 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 would, I would just be really happy to see that in the All-Star game. But that is where we are going to end this week of shows for y'all. Um... Thank you to everyone who contributed on Twitter. Thank you to Matt and Rob and Warren and LT. Um, I'm not I'm not sure which order of letters you actually use, but thank you to all of you for contributing to the podcast. If you want to get involved, any day of the week doesn't have to be Fan Friday. Um, follow me on Twitter at neoac18. That's neoac18. Drop me a line. I'm usually good for a conversation. So 
uh, happy to talk. Um, follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Locked on Jays. Um, subscribe on Himalaya, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I'm sure there are other ones out there. Um, not SoundCloud because I don't need to put lo-fi beats under this and talk like a 13-year-old with a mouthful of marbles. So, sorry, SoundCloud. But all those other places you should be able to find Locked on Blue Jays. And yeah, um, thank you so much for sticking with me this week. I know it was a little rough, um, especially with the, uh, the attempts to get the doubleheader in. But we got it in yesterday. And hopefully next week's a little easier. Again, not sure if there's going to be an episode on Canada Day. We might just um, come back on Tuesday and just go at it from there. I mean, come on. I, I, I deserve a holiday, too. I know I just had one in late May. But come on. A girl's got to, you know, go out and have fun. So that's what we're going to do. Anyway, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and for everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com. I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.